The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Elk Grove High School or District 214. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons is a game where you get to be somebody else for uh, a short period of time. It makes people feel good. It's a fantasy game where you can go out and do whatever. The freest roaming game. Like, some video games are like free roam where you can decide what you do instead of being told, go here and do this. But in Dungeons and Dragons, you have that minus the programming so it's up to another human what you can and can't do but more often than not it's what you can do they create their own characters and they do fantastic things that they wouldn't be able to do normally like shoot a fireball or swing a sword one of the great things about Dungeons and Dragons is that uh, the person behind everything, the person who writes a world, who places monsters, who does all of this, who writes the first chapter of the book and then lets the players do whatever, uh, they can add in things as they want. Like they can act, they can make their own magic items or create a new uh, stat. Uh, I like to use fear if I like throw like a monster that is like from another world or from the dark pits of the abyss everything that a player does everything that a player thinks and does out loud it influences the game even in tiny aspects where now the enemy knows to you know carry maybe one or two shields with him instead of you know just walking around in his mage robes because now he knows that there are mercenaries looking for him it makes the game more realistic because it's not a program being like Oh my god, a person with a sword trying to fight me. I'll run away, and then the next time I see them, I'll do the same thing. It's, well, I'm a human being, and I've learned from this experience. I'm Jimmy Bolden. Uh, I'm a sophomore. I love Dungeons & Dragons. It's, it's most of my life now. This is We Are E.G., telling the stories of Elk Grove High School, one podcast at a time. I am Bruce Jamie. This year, Elk Grove High School got a D&D club, and D&D stands for Dungeons and Dragons. And this is thanks to sophomore Jimmy Bolden. At his first meeting, over 20 kids showed up. I talked to Jimmy about D&D, his role as DM, Dungeon Master that is, and sat in on a couple of games and talked to some players. So my job as Dungeon Master is uh, I kind of I kind of do the first chapter of a book where it lays out a world and a pre-written story for the players to go mess around with. But if they want to, they can do whatever they want. They can stay in the tavern for the rest of their life and then open up their own business instead of fighting a dragon and just 
be like, yeah, other adventurers, you go fight that dragon, and we'll continue doing our thing. I really just kind of plot out the course. I create. I create a world. I create people. I create places. And I write the details of a book, but they overall uh, tell me what is going to happen next. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna make okay. a little bit. So, uh, uh, what would you like to attack with? You have, um, appears to be, uh, three choices. You have, that's a, uh, you have your glaive, you have, uh, you have five javelins, and you have two hand axes. Okay, so your glaive, uh, you're going to roll a d20, uh, and add, uh, four to the roll. Seven. Solid seven. Okay. Uh, that will miss. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> great. <laughs> so, there's a four-sided die. Uh, that does like light attacks, a six-sided die, which can do light attacks, or it, it has other choices that you can do. Uh, there's eight-sided, ten-sided, twelve-sided, and then twenty-sided, which is what you use for more than everything. Uh, and then there is uh, a D100 where you take a, a ten-sided die and another ten-sided die that has a zero after every number, and then you roll them together to get a two-digit number or you know a one-digit number depending on what it is can someone explain to me what's happening right here in this in this room i can absolutely not do that because i have <laughs> I no can, idea what's going on i can because i remember very okay. vividly so me a dingo brando uh apparently octavia bartholomew what's your character name talon talon what's his name Kirito. Kirito. and uh us we're a group, and we were ordered to go into these sewers because they're big, stinky, and there's something crawling around in them. So we were exploring, and now we're in this room with a suit of armor that's trying to kill us. So that's great. So, so they had followed a trail in the sewer stinky. to a secret, uh, to a secret like passage passageway which had uh, various rooms. This was their first room, which appeared to be a bedroom. But then they, <laughs> but then they, uh, one of their players walked straight up through the bookshelf and opened into a secret treasury yeah. that a uh, that a sentient uh, set of armor was protecting. Uh, I I prefer it over video games because video games like they give you uh, they give you art and whatnot. But in Dungeons and Dragons, it's all in the mind, so it makes it like. It makes it more personal to your experience, and I prefer it because there's only so much that a computer can do. Most video games, it's like a one person going against the world and becoming the very best at everything. Uh, you know, very tailored to one person, and it's, wow, I can do this. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons makes it so that it's more of a team building thing, and you you mess around with your friends, you make some jokes, it's more funny, it's more likable, it's... I love it because it's more tailored to more people, and then it brings people together, and they can look back on some things and be like, oh, that was funny, or, oh, that was almost really bad. Uh, I take my mace and try to swing at him. Uh, roll for an attack. I, I bought this 
So, uh, with that, he's going to use all of his movement to leap over tables. Don't physically so, do that. <laughs> Don't physically do that. I'm not going to physically do it, I'm rolling. Okay, so this this boy successfully hops over uh, the lab tables away from you and then turns back at you and you feel a an odd feeling. Make a constitution save. That'd be seven, eight, eight. All right. Well, <laughs> not doing anything. Oh, well. Good question. How much HP do you have? Ten exactly. Okay. Well, it wasn't an attack. He just looked at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. You are at negative six hit points. Actually, <laughs> what are your resistances? Uh, my resistances are to uh, poison. Oh, okay. Me disease, magic, can't put you to sleep. Okay, great. So yeah, you are down negative six HP, and now you need healing. So uh, there's a process to dying. So first you drop to zero hit points. If you go uh, negative in hit points equal to your maximum amount, then you flat out die. But on your turn during combat or every six seconds if you're not in combat, uh, you have to roll, well, every six seconds in the game, you would have to roll a constitution save. Like uh, you roll a d20 and then add your constitution. And if it's 10 or above, then that's one success if it's nine or below then it's a fail and if you get three of any of them then you flat out die uh or live my bad a success would bring you back to one hp but still unconscious what determines the hit points that a character gets at the start of the uh that would depend on their class okay like uh wizards and sorcerers have lower amount of hp because they're magic and they're trying to stay back and shoot spells whereas uh barbarians who are more get in there and go do it kind of fighters uh get higher amount of hp because they have they just have to take on loads of damage yeah and so so they got a character but there are all of these traits that have to be figured out in terms of, and you know every character has certain traits correct like yes. S- like strength is one. Can you go through the different traits that oh, that, uh, that every character has a certain amount of, and how does that work? Oh uh, well, their so their stats are strength, which is your physical strength. There's dexterity, which is how well and how fast you can move. There's constitution, which is like how well can you hold, like how long can you hold your breath underwater? How well can you stomach this? Uh, there's intelligence, which is like raw knowledge whereas wisdom is like knowing okay strength is how to crush a tomato dexterity is how to throw a tomato constitution is eating a poisonous tomato and surviving intelligence is knowing that a tomato is a fruit wisdom is knowing not to put a tomato in a fruit salad and charisma is selling a tomato based fruit salad
So, uh, plus your strength, you uh, got him with a 22 to hit. That'll straight up hit him. <laughs> That'll straight up hit him. Uh, so roll a d6 and then add four for your uh, for your uh, attack six. modifier, strike modifier. Great. So getting back up, previously you thought that you had only ever felt hatred, anger, and just antipathy towards everything around you. And now you're dead. No. The potion that they had poured on you was Elixir of Love. Oh no. And you were the first thing he sees. So you pummel into him using your bow staff and unarmed strikes, uh, being very fast with how you do your uh, martial arts, Jackie Chan. <laughs> yes, I am very smart. Uh, uh, he spouts out uh, purple blood. Oh, okay. This is a good sign. Yes. Uh, will that be the end of your turn? Uh, he's in a... V He's more so bruised because it's more bludgeoning than slashing, but he has very, very anime style Ooh, spout out, just spits out blood like, ah, I got punched in the stomach. Sorry, I can name a few celebrities off the top of my head, like Robin Williams, uh, Vin Diesel, um, Terry Crews. These are all really good people, but they love to play Dungeons and Dragons. People who play Dungeons and Dragons are really accepting and there's this huge community of people who love to play Dungeons and Dragons and like, they're really good people. Yeah, I'm actually loving it. The We Are EG podcast is produced at Elk Grove High School. This particular episode was produced by me, Bruce Janu. A special thanks to Jimmy Bolden for sharing his story and his love of D&D. And to all of the players and all of the people who I talked to, some of them did not appear in this podcast, unfortunately. Thank you for letting me stand around with a microphone eavesdropping on your game. D&D Club is a part of Film Club, and Anime Club. So if you are interested in finding out more information, you could talk to Jimmy, or you could come and see me, Mr. Janu, in room 252, or Mr. Christie in room 253. He is the sponsor of Anime Club. If you have a story to share, let us know. You could find us at weareg.org. You could also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast service apps. I am Bruce Janu. Thanks for listening. What's your favorite monster? Oh, my favorite monster? Um... I might have to think about that, but like off the top of my head, I would say liches because 
well, A, they're always viewed as like negative guys who just want to take over the world, but I like to create lichers who are just dudes who had like a lot of bad stuff happen to them, and that was accidentally the ritual to create a lich, and they're now just living out their lives as people who accidentally know spells and are like, cool, this is me now. <laughs>